Well, hello, everybody. We're back with another episode of Cheaper by the Dungeon with your favorite cast, including myself, Seth. <laughs> we have Adam. Hello. Connor. Do, 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 do. Hi. <laughs> and the fallen Zippy Westboro, Jacob. Hey, how's it going? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and From the top ropes. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, uh, very emotional episode last time, uh, did not go how I think any of us thought, but that's how D&D goes. Um, but before we get back into the somber sadness of what just happened, which I will recap, uh, I thought we'd play a little game real quick, very quickly. It's called the Say the Same Thing game. Have you guys heard of this? Never. Okay. Well, the idea of the game is that we both count down from three. So it's like, you know, one, two, three. And then after that, we both say a random word. It can be anything. It can be like, you know, toilet paper, like tree, apple. I don't know. Any, the, why, is, why are those the three most prevalent things in my mind? But either way, you both say a word and then you're like, okay. And you try, basically you're trying to say the same thing. And it's like... Say if I said toilet paper and uh, Jacob said tree, would you give okay? You know, let's go in this. Let's work together to meet like a middle ground between these two words. We'd go like one, two, three. Say it again, and then it would be like wood. It's like trees have wood. My toilet paper is like wood, so it's like oh, bingo, got it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just constant word association until you get the same word. Yeah. So, Jacob, you All and I will go first, play and the same then time. all four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. Maybe we'll, we'll try that. Maybe I'll, I'll do it with Jacob first, and then Adam and Connor, you guys will do it, and then we'll see if we can all do it together. Okay, ready, Jacob? Yep. Okay. One, two, three, Horse. apple. Okay. Oh, that's close. One, two, three, hay. Food. Okay. What did you say? I said, hey. Oh. One, two, three, My chew. grandma's turkey dinner. <laughs> okay. 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 I don't think close. <laughs> I, I think we got this. This is going to be the one. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Too much mayonnaise on sandwiches. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Oh, gosh. One, two, three. Three Black pie. Friday sales. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they always come after Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. No, I know. I got this. I got this. With what Jacob said, I'm, th- I'm going off your strain. Okay, ready? One, two, three. TV death. <laughs> okay, we're okay. people get trampled what? at the Black Friday sales, and it's very sad. Okay, okay. Last one. Okay, let's try. Off death. One, two, three. Grandma. Again. The deep. Zippy. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. I have to, okay, okay. This time we got it. Off here. Okay. One, two, three. Noise. Oh. I'm going to ta- I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Close enough. I don't oh, see man. the similarities. Those are basically night and day. Uh, like, Close enough. To do with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's turkey dinner. Uh, Death. All right. Death. Adam and Connor, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, let's all see right. you guys do it. Okay. Good luck, man. Make me look good. 
Oh gosh. <laughs> One, two, three. Orange Lamp. juice. Lamp and orange juice. Okay. One, two, three. Counter. Pancakes. Ooh. Oh. One, two, three. Breakfast. Frying pan. Oh. Okay. One, two, three. Eggs. Spatula. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got this. We okay. Got this. We got this. One, two, three. Flip. Oil. Ah, no. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Oh. One, two, three. Waffles. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we got One, two, three. Sunday Butter. morning diner. <laughs> what did you say, Connor? I said butter. Uh, All right. Butter some waffles one, and use... Oh no. One, two, three. Special. Coffee. Oh. Ooh. Oh. You're okay, so okay. close. <sighs> one, two, three. Refill. S- sausage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh they keep one, two, three. It. Breakfast. Oh, no. Tea. <laughs> oh my god. Breakfast tea. That's okay. good enough. <laughs> okay. Last last one. Let's see. We got tea and breakfast. One, okay. two, three. English breakfast. iced tea. Oh, <laughs> like English. I was thinking like an English breakfast tea. Oh. I thought this would be easier, honestly. I don't know why I thought that because I saw a lot of people do it and they seem to kill it in like four goes. Do you know um, what? We're dancing around it. We're, we're you can tell we're zero yeah. You were you were you were like in orbit. Me and Jacob were a bit closer, but uh, yeah, I got I got you guys were <laughs> pretty good too. All right, I, I, all of us at the same time. I think we all know what we want next. I, th- oh, no. I think we all know. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Laptop. Coffee. Recap. <laughs> okay, Recap. wow. Okay. Dang, I missed the cue. Wait, 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 wait. wait. One, two, three. Dice. Dice. Recap. Uh. <laughs> I thought we were doing a recap. <laughs> I said that first and then you okay, missed one it. More, okay. One more. One more. We got it. it. One, two, three. Subscribe Podcast. to our Patreon. Pretty much taking it <laughs> always and forever always and forever i I think that was all pretty close all right uh either way uh let's all say recap on three one two three recap Recap. we win all right let's do it last time on cheaper by the dungeon we were at the throne room of verulius the wizard king an old bullywug with a very large, oversized wizard hat. And there, Ferulius mediated a conversation between Zippy and the Black Bunny Ball. They said a lot of gobbledygook, a lot of mysterious messages. They kind of found something out, something about going up, something attic, something Norman suitcase, something about walking. <laughs> Who knows? It was all very mysterious. Um, but as Zippy was having that conversation, Norman was being pulled back into himself by Royce. Royce wanted to take control again, to destroy the crystal that was housing all these souls from Jadu that have passed in this crystal, the beyond crystal, this vessel that Verulius made to house souls instead of sending them to the deep in hopes that Coco apparently 
would come back one day from a place beyond the plains, a better place than the deep and a better place than the heavens that the gods have. Someplace else. Um, but Royce obviously see, saw that as almost blasphemous and demanded that those souls, you know, were his property and wanted to kill that crystal. Norman failed several roll for control checks as a battle ensued between (laughs) yeah almost every uh as a battle ensued between zippy and roy zippy trying to protect the crystal at no matter the cost and norman slash royce going back and forth um for control while while royce trying to destroy the crystal that is very fragile uh all while uh darian succeeded uh with the basement brouhaha's almost assistant coaching them to victory um, now having basically a ticket into meeting the king. <laughs> how, how great is that? They're already there, but it's like, yeah, great. Uh, you get to go to this great ceremony uh, and uh, celebration for the Pyre Pitch team that won the championship, the Basement Brujahas. So you get to go along with them, if you so choose, the next day to get into the castle. Um, but... After that, you heard the radio messages from Zippy. You connected with Randy. You met up with Randy and everyone else, all the other NPCs at the at the Sparrow, your airship, and you flew across Jadu to the Wizard King Castle to support or save the day in some way. But as you arrived, it was too late. Wow. Zippy had used the last of his dream power, his super move, to change the properties of that crystal and make it much much smaller and he hid it in his bottomless bucket of water as Royce chased Zippy down Zippy fell unconscious from using his super move immediately and was just an easy target for Royce to just pummel trying to find the crystal and as they were pummeling Zippy Darian you showed up tried to tackle Royce they saw you as nothing more than a fly. It just kept punching Zippy, demanding that he find the crystal and destroy Zippy to get to it. And unfortunately, Zippy died at the hands of Royce. And Darian, you got a kick to the chest and sent flying across the throne room as Robin, who James said, James had uh, convinced Robin to kind of come out of her room that she was uh, staying hidden in per Crit's uh, instructions to her way back. Uh, sh- she came out, the skeleton girl, the the rumored tether dismantler, and she saw Royce slash Norman, who had been fully possessed now, and struck a blow, severing the tie between Royce and Norman, at Norman's request. Flushing Royce out of your system, Norman. And leaving you with nothing but your hollow self. You went over to Zippy and cradled Zippy in your arms. And that's where we're going to start. Darian, you're at the entrance of the throne room with Robin, you know, still holding your chest on the ground, uh, with a knee on the ground, still recovering. And Norman, you're at the other end, behind the throne of Verulius, who's sleeping now. And you're just cradling Zippy's body in your arms. The blood 
seeping from their mouth and chest through their fur onto your lap into your hands wow the ear that's normally flopped over their eye flopped back behind their head as you cradle them what would you like to do I think in those moments they almost seem to stand still for Norman as he knows somewhere in the back of his mind it's just a matter of time until Darian is there and Randy and everyone and this is his only time with Zippy's body where he can afford to be truly honest maybe with himself with Zippy his head unexpectedly heavy in his arm without meaning to his tattoos begin to glow and music begins to play Zip. Zip. I'm sorry. Trust me till the end You and me, we didn't always get along We always thought the other one was always in the wrong Now I wish that we could have another fight
Um, Norman can't even finish the sweet tail end of the song because uh, he is just so coming out of this shock but still numb and like can, can't even open his eyes from his kneeling position now because he knows exactly what he'll see and that image is, is already burned into his mind and he's just dreading the next moments when he's going to have to talk to Randy and Robin and James uh, but most of all Darian who he knows is right behind him yeah, over the course of the song, Darian is uh, clutching his ribs from the kick from Royce, kind of been slowly walking towards the scene and just just staring at Zippy. Just kind of goes to kneel and collapses a little bit, but catches himself and kneels down beside Zippy. And just kind of slowly stretches a hand out, kind of caressing the side of his head. And just looks at him for a moment and says, uh, I'm so sorry. I failed you again. I, uh, I couldn't save you on the beach with Lou. And I, uh, I couldn't save you now. I don't think I've grown at all. I still can't help anybody. And worst of all, I couldn't help you. You've been with me since, uh, since we basically started this journey and, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I kind of, I kind of feel a little lost without you. So, so please just come on back. We need you now more than ever. And as Darian just sits there for a moment, he just has got his eyes clenched closed and you see just tears start like streaming down his face and as you do from from the tears coming from his eyes on his face you see this white palish blue color begin to kind of envelop his skin and you see his hair turn to a silk white as Darian transitions to his his winter season and just looks really cold and as he sits there for a moment with his eyes closed, he finally looks up with pale, dead eyes at Norman and says, What have you done? What have you done? Come on, King of the Deep, bring him back. Come on, this is supposed to be you, right? This is your whole thing. This is the whole monster trapped within you. If you're the king of the deep, bring him back. Let him out. Open the door. I'm going to clear my throat, not looking at him. And I'm going to slowly put 
rests Zippy's head on the ground. And I'm going to say, don't lose your composure, Darren. It's not becoming of you. And I'm going to stand up. And I'm going to turn away from him. I'm going to say, Royce is gone for good. I know that there's no consolation. I'm going to walk a couple steps away. You're just going to turn and walk away from us? How dare you be so callous? I'm going to spin around and I'm going to say... You killed our friend. And that's what you have to say to me? Being callous is the only way I can keep it together right now, Darian. You fell short in saving him, but... I'm going to hold up my one hand. He died by my hand. Exactly. You have no right to be callous. You have no right to be cold in this moment. The only right you have is to weep for your friend, our friend you took from us. Now with Roy's gone, now we have no hope of getting him back. Darian, Darian, listen to me. We don't know that yet. We're in a a floating island of wizards and magic. And believe it or not, I... I'm honestly trying to think of what Zippy would want us to do right now. I don't know, but from where I'm standing, I'm not seeing a lot of hope right now, Norman. I'm going to take a couple steps towards him. And I'm going to say... We have to be that hope right now. Because if you and I do nothing, Lou wins. And that's the last thing Zippy would want. Now, you don't have to like me. And rest assured, I I don't like myself right now. But we need each other in this. I know I need you. Without Royce, I don't know how else we're going to survive getting that last piano key. I don't even know how we're going to get the next one. If you're not with me. Frankly, right now, I don't... I don't give a damn about any piano key. Honestly, the only thing that you've said that makes any sense to me in the last... In the last few minutes is that maybe... Maybe there is something on... Maybe there is something on this island. Maybe there's a chance. The... But you're right about something else. You know, I don't have to like you. Frankly, right now I don't. I stood up for you. When you hid those things from us, when you weren't comfortable to tell us... Now, hold on. Or to let us know of the risk, I... What did I hide from you, Darian? What have I not told you about who I am, the burdens I bear, that I've bared for so long, while taking criticisms from everyone around me, being a hollow person my entire life? What did I hide? Do you think I knew that Royce could do this, had this kind of power? I tried 
with all of my power to hold him back. And and if you recall, it's because of me coming back that both of you are alive at all. When Lou showed up. Now, I'm not saying that makes it right what happened now. But I'm saying I'm sorry, and I will spend the rest of my days making amends. And if Lou is the top of that list, you better believe he's all I'm going to focus on. Maybe things would have been different if you hadn't left me in that hallway. Maybe things would have been different if Zippy hadn't left to go to the Druid Island. I'm saying we can't control the past. It hurts too much to look at it right now anyway. <laughs> I can't believe you're trying... You're trying to turn that on me. That's not what I said. That's exactly what you said. No. Maybe if I never left you in that hallway, you're trying to blame me for your death back at the mansion too. In this moment, you have the audacity to blame me for that, too. Well, to be clear, no, no, I know you tried to save me in the hallway. What I'm referring to No, is enough, Norman. I can't hear another word you have to say right now. I can't. And I won't. You hear, coming into the throne room, Randy with their booming voice going, Das! Okay. Skelly, you good? I- I'm good, uh, yeah. And Robin gives a thumbs up. All right, guys, we're... Oh, Verulius, we're... And Randy runs up to the throne and is checking on Verulius and is like, Oh, buddy. You're just sleeping, okay. Guys, what the... And he turns and he looks behind the throne and he sees you both and sees Zippy on the floor. And Randy just immediately, their eyes go wide. And he's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. What? No. What happened? Frulius didn't do this. I'm going to clear my throat. And I'm going to say, it's a long story, Randy. But to, but to say it succinctly, my inner demons. Uh, and now for the first time, uh, since he's stood, Normandy... Uh, his, like, hard vizier cracks. I killed him. I killed him. And you see Randy's eyes start going, like, shrinking, and, and his, his brow furrowing. He's like, You what? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But Royce, the lord of the, the deep, threw me. I... I didn't... You're giving me real Cav Shadari vibes right now. The warlock from my grand treasure team. Norman, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, but... I do not take kindly to greeters who backstab their own. Well, in that case, I appreciate the benefit of the doubt. He's not lying. He did lose control. I watched it happen. I look at Darian and the little Normandy will remember that text pops up. Darian isn't looking at Norman, but he is kind of still just standing looking down beside Zippy's Zippy's body right now. Randy, I don't trust them any more than you do right now, but 
But he's right that we can't stay here. I agree with that, but... What about the crew? The crystal? I just know... Where the hell? Hold on. And as he says that, and you're trying to say, hold on, you hear... Flying in. Flying into the room, immediately, like, bursting past... Robin, a flight of, like, several wizards on brooms the wizard guards with their long cloaks and wizard hats and they come flying in screeching and you can see some of them have like dirt and stuff all over their cloaks they look pretty muddied up and they're like what happened here everyone stay still first the farm and now this what is happening today uh hold on hold on this this is all gonna make sense in a moment calm emotions let me roll. Uh, there, you can in your bubble of calm emotions, you can hit about four of them. How many of them are there? Uh, there's about like twelve in the room. Okay, well, it's a twenty foot cube, and I like to imagine these wizards fly in a very tight formation. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all on one you giant wish, broom. They're on one giant broom, like a like the bicycle that we talked about. They are literally a flying cube. Yeah. Two fail and two save. Two immediately go like. Uh, and they just kind of sigh. You can see their muscles relaxing. But the other two immediately unfurl wands from their cloaks, point them at you, and you can feel a spell. A level five transmutation (gasps) telekinesis. Whoa. Make a strength check if you would like to resist this. (laughs) I call on the power of Royce. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would just like to point out that when they came zipping in the room, Darian still clutching one rib just has his other free hand up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, like, just like as soon as the 12 wizards came flying in the room, he's just like, nope. Okay. <laughs> like, if there was ever a time to roll a natural 20, knowing my luck, I probably will. Nope. That's a five. Your arms like snap to your side. You lift off the ground and get thrown into the wall, uh, pushed, pressed into it, just sinking into the wall, like restrained. This isn't necessary. Um, you're you're pressed there, and the guards are like, "How dare you try to attack us? Do you know who you're dealing with, commoners? You and the the the." You can see they're all like immediately like hyperventilating as the crystal is not there. Immediately they're like you can feel you're getting pushed further into the wall as their emotions, the calm emotions, even those that are calm are filled with anxiety. They're just like freaking out. And you can hear Stomps, sliding, bursting into the room is this large female cyclops in this white cloak. And you can see uh, all the guards turn around. They're like, Madame Leticia, wizard council member. And the cyclops woman is just staring with their eye, scanning the room. They're almost like giant-esque in height. And they're staring. They're like, what is this? What has happened? And you hear them just scream. And uh, Verulius is just still slaying. And Randy immediately looks at you, Darian, 
and it's like, protect Zippy. And Randy goes in front, and it's like, Leticia, Leticia, come on, hold up. Randy? What? What happened? Uh, I, I'm going to say, someone ran off with it. Uh, a, a, an evil demon of some kind. Yeah, yes, 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 Leticia. And you can see magic fireballs are brewing in her hands. And Leticia, uh, and... And Randy is just like, Leticia, okay, yeah, totally. Someone ran off with it. Listen, you saw the smoke, you saw, you heard the explosions, right? Right? I heard them too. That's why I took our airship, my airship, I came right up here because I needed to check on my buddy Rerulius. Come on, I just met with him this morning. I, I, I saw everybody was at the farm. I saw, I had to do something. And when I got here, it was... It was gone. The the crystal was gone. We were sent by Coco to try to save the crystal, but looks like we were too late. When we got here, there was a being with fiery red eyes and lava pouring from his open wounds. We were no match for him. I, and during that, Darian kind of steps down and he picks up Wincing still at the pain, but picks up Zippy, having him kind of cradled in his arms. Norman, as Randy and you are are trying to persuade, you notice out of the corner of your eye as you're pinned to the wall, you're like you got picked up and thrown into a side wall. You weren't pushed into the wall behind the throne. You were pushed like to the right wall of the throne. And you can see out of the corner of your eye the bucket, the bottomless bucket that was tipped over. And the crystal that flowed out and is just sitting on a pool of water, very small, hidden behind the throne, flashes again. Very subtly. But you notice it. Am I able... Oh, okay. You're not able to, like, reach or grab. You're restrained telekinetically. But it is, like, literally, like, three feet, four feet away from Darien. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, trust me, we're all dealing with a, a bottomless bucket of emotions right now. If only we could properly search it for that crystal and find the answers within, we would, perhaps we could find some kind of way to soothe this loss. And I'm just pouring the tears. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So if I recall correctly, as well, um, for a lot of the crystal revelations, like Darian's only heard like little bits. So I have not heard the full shebang, a whole spiel about how all this works. How strange so, it would be for such a large crystal to shrink in importance in that empty, that limitless bucket of sorrow we feel right now. Hearing Norman say bucket twice... Darian just kind of looks over at Zippy's bucket. Do I see anything? All things will be made crystal clear. One day, we can only hope. I, I don't know what he's talking about, Leticia, but I know that, I know that I, we had nothing, we were here to help. Believe me, I know you can kill us. I know, I know you're powerful, but please. If only we could reach inside and grab that thing we need. Norman, shut up! <laughs> shut up, Norman! Please! And, and Darian, you look over. 
and you can see the bucket. Zippy's bucket is tipped over. And it's slowly pouring water out, and you can see a tiny crystal on the floor, pooled in water. You can reach over and grab it if you'd like. You're welcome. <laughs> so, I, um... I had actually already picked up Zippy, and he was cradled in my arms. But Darian is in pain, and so kind of picking up on this really really heavy hint that Norman is dropping. What are you talking about? The master of subtlety over here. Darian is going to kind of wince like the pain is a lot and just kind of gently set Zippy down and then while he's down I'm gonna grab the crystal and uh could I make a an arcana check of some kind to know if like putting it in the bag of holding would be like a really bad thing or if I just like should throw it in a pouch make an arcana check like I just I I just don't know if leaving the plane is really bad for the magic <laughs> um not great uh oh I'm proficient actually in it so that's uh six uh eleven that's a, better than I thought it was gonna be but it's eleven you don't really have any inclination as to if that will be an adverse effect or not. Then uh, Darian's just going to take it and quickly slide it into one of his pouches. You slide it into one of your pouches. And then I pick Zippy back up and his bucket. (laughs) While he's doing that, I'm going to be going like, I'm going to be trying to talk more, just kind of going on, to try to draw the attention of everyone. Oh, he was horrifying this this extremely intimidating slightly handsome creature uh but he ran off he jumped through the window Letitia whoever was here they jumped through basically the painting look it's broken it's gone they're in the painted world seriously they're gone look there if you're gonna look anywhere but trust me I, I came to help we all did and Verulius, he, he's fine. He's, he's just sleeping. But whoever it was, they, they, I, I don't know. They, our one, even one of our own, was attacked. We wouldn't attack our own. Hey, look. And Darren, you come around, you know, the throne, holding Zippy in your arms. And you see the Cyclops filled with rage. And they see... Zippy's dead body and they're like they're, they seem to be like really trying to figure out like what is happening now that's not Coco for anyone who who may know what Coco looks like uh, that's that's not him but he it was able to communicate with him in, in some way from beyond the planes uh, Norman or uh, Darian shoots Norman like a like a glance, like just to like drop it now. <laughs> and, I, and I give him a pointed glance that is trying to communicate. I'm just trying to add color as to why we would be here. Darian slowly, very little shakes his head like, no, like just like we're just leave it. <laughs> Letitia looks at all of you and it is just almost perplexed. And it is just like, this is unacceptable. What's this happening here? 
You say the rabbit was killed by the thief? The crystal thief? Did any of you see the thief or was it just the rabbit? We we saw the tail end of it, like Norman said. We came in. Zippy was here fighting it. And, and I, we saw the tail end. This figure, this lava figure, just burst through. Stole the crystal and dragged it into the painting. I'm afraid I'm blind, so sometimes I have a hard time seeing. You can see the remains of a, a wall of stone. Zippy tried to do to save the crystal. You can see... Letitia is is slowly calming down, but I need everybody to roll a joint persuasion. Even I'll roll for Randy. Oh no. I'm rolling the <clears throat> dice. This- Randy got an 18, so you better pull your weight. This is basically a straight dice roll for me because I have a plus one. <laughs> uh, 32. Oh, good. <laughs> 32? Uh, 19 plus 13. <laughs> plus 13? Oh, my God. Bard life. Uh, well, that's a 13 for me. 12 plus I'm, I meant deception. <laughs> uh, okay. If what you are saying is true, let me use detect thoughts on you and probe your mind. Uh... Uh, <laughs> you can see Randy's like pausing and he's like, uh. And he looks at you, Norman, pushed into the wall, and he looks at Darian. And Darian, you try to look at Randy, Randy but you clearly look the wrong way. And, <laughs> uh, well, actually, no, you do, because you have pepper on your chest. Um, but Randy just looks at both of you, has such little faith. It <laughs> says, Yeah, I- I'll do it. I'll do it. Sure, sure. Here, let me, let me. Uh, you can probe my mind. Go for it. And they step up, and Letitia kneels down, and the fireballs disperse from their hands, and they palm Randy's head. And you can see they close their eyes, and Randy closed their eyes. You can see a bead of sweat going down his green dragonborn scales. Uh, DM, can I cast spells right now? Uh, you could... But, uh, you know, fair warning. <laughs> I mean, you could try. You'd have to make another strength check to get out of your telekinesis to, like, you know, do whatever you need to do. Or you could try and cast one. But, it, like, you know, ma- magic people would be, would be aware of any spell that you cast. Okay, so. Especially these high levels. Like, like, I, I guess the 12 wizards here. Yeah, no, I, I guess I'm just asking. Uh, I guess this is something I should really know. If a spell component is verbal and sem- somatic... And if I'm if I can't move, I can't get that spell out, right? Or can I? Yeah, because you're a generous DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would have you roll. I'd have you roll the strength check to wiggle out and like you know make it happen. But uh, um, you know they they would be aware. I, that's all I will say. You are free to do what you want. You're free. I'm not trying to deter you, but I want you to know that if you have not thought about any potential consequences, yeah, no, I, I am so... Think about them now. Right, right. And, and, yeah. I, I'm so tempted to use Modify Memory on her at the exact time that she's reading his mind, but as I hear a distant voice say there are 12 people really think about it i'm going to channel my inner caution my matsumura my my and i'm just going to not do anything imagine like yeah you're in the corner and you're like 
modify memory and they're like what like everybody's like what what like we're all wizards we know how that spell works that's kind of suspicious <laughs> well, if yeah, no one's a little bit um, I, I, yellow's looking yeah, obsessed not gonna norman lie. contemplates it but then he sees a wizard glance at him and says no i'm good you see they palm his head and you can see it's like uh, the Cyclops' eyelid is closed, but you can tell their eyes moving behind it, like they're in like REM sleep. Uh, and they open, and they look at you both. Thank you for helping us protect Verulius when we were cornered and preoccupied with the farm. Thank you for having Verulius's best interest in mind. We will find the thief. You can be sure. If you need any help from us. And you can see the uh, another bead of sweat down Randy's cheek. Need any help from us? Don't worry. We we I will we will help. And if I see him, I'll be like, hey! It's that guy. Like, I, I will point them out. Listen, we, we won't leave Jadu until your crystal is found. Trust me. We are, I, I can't let Verulius down. He, he is a friend. Close friend. Everyone, start clearing out the area. We're going to do some scrying. We're going to do some locating object. We're going to do clairvoyance, dispel magic, anything we can do to find this thief. Get to work! And you can tell the telekinesis evaporates off you, Norman, as you fall to the floor. And, and, and Letitia nods at Randy again, thanking them, but is immediately transfixed on, I need to fix this problem. I need to find this crystal i've gotten the information i needed here but clearly these aren't the perps for now um darian's just gonna kind of knowing that they're about to cast all of these like finding spells which is luckily most of them are rituals and and darian doesn't have to know that it takes a bit of time he's gonna (laughs) quickly look to randy and go come on let's uh let's take our friend back to the ship yeah let's go you guys make your way Back to the sparrow. As you dock, hold on, we gotta sing the the password. Come listen to the tale I know. And you go through, and you nod at James to you know start taking the ship back. And um, the ship, with all of you on it, starts flying back to its original docking space on the the main island of Jadu. I. Uh... As soon as we create some kind of distance from the tower, like I know we're definitely out of earshot, I quickly turn to Randy and say, Randy, below deck, no. You all gather. As you nodded to James, and James steering the ship, he noticed Zippy in your arms. So as soon as you dock, he comes downstairs, and you can see you're at a table. You know, you're all gathered down. Apophis, Robin, Bradley, James... Pepper, and you're all staring at Bradley's crying 
as he has a hand on Zippy. Apophis is just like has his head like pressed into a wall. He can't even look. He's and you can just hear him saying like, "Little dude, no, no." He's just like really trying to compose himself, but he's just riddled with emotions. And James, even James, bottom lip is quivering as he says, Darian, I... I... What happened? Okay, I walk into Zippy's room and I set Zippy on his bed and just kind of look at him for a moment, but Darian knows, unfortunately, there is now a time pressured action about to happen on this crystal and so I he just quickly walking past James puts his hand on James' shoulder and says there will be time for mourning I'm sorry one moment Randy I need to know quickly and I pull the crystal out of my pocket and say they're about to do a lot of searching for this crystal if we can remove it from the plane they won't be able to trace it to us is this going to survive in a pocket dimension if I put it in my bag of holding, will it be safe in there? Holy shit. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but we need an answer fast. Those rituals. Why spells. the fuck do you have that? I'm going to clear my throat and I'm going to say, I can explain. When I was losing control, the crystal was there one moment. I managed to leave the room. And when I came back, it was gone. And only Zippy stood in the way. He had done some form of powerful magic. I don't think... We'd, well, we'd seen something like it back on the ship when he blew a hole in the hull. But he was just standing there. His bucket was nearby, but I, the memory's still foggy. And everything that happened... Zippy made this that small? How the hell did it... And, and, and an impressive what? feat, for sure. Um... Listen, okay, quick, we gotta act. Uh. And you hear Randy grab his backpack and it's like, backpack, backpack, backpack. And as he opens the flap and he's like grabbing some like bubble wrap, essentially, and like some styrofoam. He's like, we gotta wrap this, keep it safe. Hold on. Pocket dimension. I've got my bag of holding. My bag of holding will keep Wait, it hold on. on a separate That'll plane. work. Do we know? Before that you locate object, we gotta get this thing into another plane. What if I? No, we're not eating it. How, how did you know? <laughs> I just guess. I'm a hollow. I don't want to press this too long. I mean, obviously, you're. I think you're slightly more experienced in magic than I. But if I'm a hollow, maybe it's the only safe safe place for those souls. If the crystal gets damaged, maybe. But we we have the crystal for now, Norman. We just need to take it off of this plane. I'm familiar with the rituals she's about to perform. We need to get this off the plane now, or we're going to have way more than 12 wizards coming at this ship. And once we figure that out, then you can explain why we took it with us. Now give me that bubble wrap. Here, here. And I start wrapping it up, and I take uh, some thin twine kind of uh, from some from the storage, and I kind of put it into like a small, almost like Christmas-like package, but instead of being in a box, it's just a thick ball of bubble wrap to make sure that it doesn't break. And then I open up the bag of holding and I gently set it inside the bag so it looks secure as best I can tell. And then I close it and go, <sighs> hold on, put it in this closet. Th this closet, be because of the guards and ward spell, uh, 
this closet to anyone who doesn't uh, know the password looks just like a normal door. And in fact, there's a suggestion right here that tells them that there's a, a suggestion spell that just kind of prompts them to look upstairs again. It's it's fine. I've got it in the bag on my person right now. It's it's fine for the moment. We just needed it off of this plane. But why? Why the hell did you take it? Why didn't you just give it to them? I don't know. Norman, would you mind explaining? All right. By the way, good job reading my super subtle notes, my my hints there. Uh, guys, I'm going to lower my voice. Is everyone else around? Are they watching us like Apophis and everyone? Yeah, everybody's around. I don't know how much I trust with this information. Uh, I'm going to say... I think the three of us need to speak in private. Before we do, I turn to kind of the rest of the crew and everybody there. And I just say, you all, um, you all deserve an explanation about uh, what happened. And there was a terrible, uh, a terrible battle that uh, took place at the top of the tower in Ferulius's chambers, and um, and unfortunately, no. I trained them so fucking hard. He wouldn't go down that easy. He had like zero strength, like flat. He used to be negative. And Bradley's just like, Sippy always had a plan. Sippy always knew what to get out of things. He always had something up his sleeve. I can't believe it. How? And James is just still quivering. Darian goes over and puts his hand kind of on Bradley's shoulder. And say, I've been asking myself the same question. How could this happen? And as Darian says, that looks at Norman. He chuckles dryly. And then turns turns back to Bradley and says, but we're going to try and figure something out. You know, like you said, Apophis, Zip, Zippy's pretty tough. If we're we're going to do whatever we can and we're going to we're going to think of something. Now, we need a little bit of privacy to deliberate what we're going to do next. We need everyone to go back to the regular post, except for Robin. We need you to stay behind for a moment. They all are just, like, strong with emotions, and they're like, Apophis is just like, screw this. And he goes off to the back of the ship where the workout equipment is that him and Zippy used. Bradley follows him there. James just slowly walks up the steps back to the helm, and Robin stays behind. Why? Why am I here? I'm going to kneel down in front of Robin. I'm going to say, Robin, besides the three of us, you alone know what happened and who Royce was. Who he is. Uh, I, I don't know who was inside you. I just could sense the tether. The problem is, child, that right now you're, the information you know could get you in very big trouble. And I, I hate to do this to you, but would you let me wipe your memory of the last few moments? No, 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 no. Not my memories. No. Norman. They seem scared of you as they back up and hit the table. 
No, Robin, it's okay. We're not going to do anything. Norman, I need you to understand something. I did not tell them to protect you. I didn't tell them to keep everybody calm for the moment. But I want you to understand, they will know. They deserve to know how Zippy was killed. But just now is not the time. And you will not touch Robin. I stand up. And I take a step towards Darian. I say, It is only because I know you're in the throes of grief. I'm going to extend some grace towards your hostility right now. But we have to talk about something that could change everything. Robin, do you mind giving us the room as well? Robin quickly runs up the stairs away from you, almost scared like back up to where James is. What is it, Norman? Spit it out. I think Zippy's soul is in the crystal right now. When I was being held up against the wall, I saw the crystal. That's what I was trying to explain before. I think when he shrunk the crystal to hide it from Royce, he put it in that bucket. And we know that because of what Verulius has done, that crystal collects souls around here. And just as I was being held, I saw it flash. In fact, just before that song kind of came out of me, I tried to cast Speak With Dead as I've done in the past and it didn't work. And at first I thought maybe my magic was gone until that song came forth. And I think Zippy is very much alive in that crystal. As why would he be in the crystal? All souls go there, Verulius told us. In fact, I, I went through a, a beautiful 3D-O-Rama in the, in the paintings. We can get into that later, but uh, very well done. But he, uh, but Verulius, the painting of Verulius, the renditions and everyone there, they were explaining that the crystal collects souls because Verulius didn't want souls to go down to the deep. There's, if, if all the planes are like pancakes stacked on top of one another, when souls bounce, when souls try to ascend, when they pass, they try to go into the godly planes, but they bounce off the ceiling because the gods don't want them to go there. And so after they hit the ceiling, they go nowhere else but the deep. And Verulius knew this, and he was trying to create a, another place, not above our pancake plane, but beside them, something beyond the planes. And that's where that somehow Coco's involved in the black bunny ball. I saw it, Darian, for the first time, and and... All this happened while while we were talking with Verulius, and uh, long story short, that, that crystal holds souls. Verulius is keeping it intact, but it's fragile, and Zippy's in there now. I'm sure of it. Randy, is is that true? Does the, does the crystal hold souls? They, they don't need to be bound to it in any way? Is it is it possible that it could have caught Zippy's too? I mean, I didn't think about that, but if he died near the crystal, then yeah, he probably sucked his soul in there. If that's okay, if that's true, we may actually have a way out of this mess. If we can somehow fix Zippy's body, get his soul 
out of the crystal and back in it. Maybe we can get him back and then we can return the crystal and be be the saviors of not only Orum, we could be the saviors of uh, of Jadu as well. Maybe there's maybe there's something, some way you can actually fix this, Norman. We need to get him out of that crystal. We need to get him out of that crystal quick. Right. Okay. So, now we have the what and the why. We just need the how. I think we need a necromancer. And cut. To Zippy. What? I knew it! (laughs) And that's where we're going to take a break. Heidi ho everybody, it's uh, Midroll Seth here. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this arc so far, and, and what a twist we just ended off on. You thought he was dead? Nah, he's in the crystal. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't even know what's happening anymore. I, I, don't, I don't know how to predict what's going to happen in this arc. It's, you know, I really thought going into it, I'd be like, oh, they'd go here and do this and that, and then uh, none of it happened. Uh, so, it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, let me get to this stuff real quick. First off, our legend tier Patreons. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being uh, huge supporters of us. Uh, and because of that, you get a little shout out here. So, we got Randy. We got Brandon. We've got Camden. And we've got Yeldimer. Um, I'm still work- I'm workshopping the voices. I'm-, I'm still trying to figure out. Like I got Oldtimer and Randy pretty solid. Brandon is kind of just a gimmick, honestly. I'm just rolling the R. Um, and Camden, I feel like yours is, is, you know, depends on the day. Depends when I'm doing this, which is usually very late. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I'll work on it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us, though. And thank you to all our Patreons um, at every tier for, for supporting us. Because, because of you, the show can be... Uh, as produced as it is, and we can continue to strive for higher and higher things. So thank you so much. Oh, and quick update. We did run that Tournament of Titans that I was talking about in the other mid-rolls uh, in our Discord, the PvP. It was a ton of fun. Uh, and a special shout-out to our winner, Nicola the Druid. Thank you for playing. Thank you, everybody, for participating. You did. And uh, maybe next year we will... Uh, maybe make it team-based, <laughs> like real D&D. Uh, but it was a ton of fun anyways. Um, next up, if you want to support the show in other ways, uh, you can, uh, non-financial ways, you can just share us or follow us on our, our social medias. You got Facebook, Cheaper by the Dungeon, uh, Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon, and then Instagram, at Cheaper underscore Dungeon. Um, and if you want... Uh, we, we have a Discord community uh, for our patrons that's exclusive. But if you want a free community, um, we have one on Reddit, r slash Cheaper by the Dungeon. Go hang out there. There's always episode discussions if you want to talk about them, especially the last one. Uh, a lot of people were talking about that. And, uh, and you know, drop cool fan art and stuff. We saw some of that this week. So th- thank you, everybody, for uh, interacting in there. And we try to pop in as well. So if you want a free community... The Reddit is uh, a great place. Uh, 
then other things. Oh, yes. Our three-year anniversary special episode will be coming out relatively soon. Um, the next episode, let me grab my calendar, is August 31st. So our special three-year one might come out two weeks after that, so the 14th, or a week after that. I don't know. We'll we'll let you know. Keep up to date on our social medias for when we're dropping that. We might not do it as a full, legit episode, uh, as in, like, on the release schedule, because uh, we got a lot of arc to get through. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that. We got some ideas. I think you're going to love it. Um, and, yeah. Uh, anyways, yes, August 31st. That is the next episode. I hope you enjoy the rest of this one uh, and see what twists and turns Zippy goes on right now. Bye, everybody. And we're back. And guess where we are? We're with Zippy. What? Zippy, you find yourself as a, a lifeless corpse on a ship. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're, we're nowhere. Yeah, just, uh, we are actually in the crystal. Zippy, you feel cold. And your eyes are closed. And you feel immobile feel like you you're just being like floating it's almost as if um if you've ever done one of those have you has anybody ever done a sensory deprivation tank i have i don't know if anybody else has it's like those like it's basically a glorified bath (laughs) (laughs) sick you like float on water and it feels like nothing and it feels like you're just floating in space and zippy that's what you feel like until all of a sudden you hear crumble and you can start moving your arms slightly. It's, it's as if you're a statue coming to life. And then poof, you see in front of you, light starts peering through. It's, it's as if a wall is crumbling in the space in front of you, in the dark space. And it's crumbling. It's like rocks are peeling away. And poof, you see you're standing in a little hole that it's seemingly you were buried in in the side of this mountain and you look out and all you see is is all these other mountains in the distance and where you are at you're above the clouds and all the clouds beneath you are are pink a, a, a very vibrant light pink color like cotton candy almost and it's ex- it's cold you you feel a little cold it's not unbearable but you do feel cold and you look up at the sky and it's it's an even lighter shade of pink wow but you look down and it's just like basically a straight drop there's some like jagged edges that are poking out and everything but you you are basically standing in in a pit in this little divot in the side of a mountain and and you notice in the mountains in front of you 
and even a part of your mountain way off to the side, you can see there, there's like these bridges. It's like these thin bridges. You can't really make out exactly, but it looks like there's like a long, thin bridge that like connects from one mountain to the other and then like almost wraps around it and then extends to another one. It's it's like, it's this weird rainbow road that's connecting them with these large pillars that are like extending from it, like down beneath the clouds to keep the bridge up. But you look out and you again hear crumbling. And about five feet to your left and five feet to your right, bursting from the mountain as well, crumbling in front, you see two bullywugs that are like shaking their heads. And they have these tiny wizard hats and you can tell they they were the wizard guards that were outside the front of the throne room that Royce immediately killed. And they're just looking at each other and like, Greg, where, where are we? I do not know. Dwight, I, I, I don't know where we are. Who, who are you? And they look at you, Zippy. Uh, and I look around, and does it does it feel like I can just talk normally? What's the air like in here? Your mouth feels incredibly dry. And to breathe in and out, the air quality is extremely, like, thin. It's, it's, it's almost as if it's, like, constantly making you feel like, you know, uh, like you're not getting enough air. And, and it's kind of making you feel slightly drowsy, almost as if you're always kind of on the brink of unconsciousness. But your mouth is just so dry. What? Where, where am I? Who are you guys? I'm Greg. And I'm Dwight. But, uh, uh, yeah, where, where are we? we? We were outside Verulius's chambers, and next thing I know, I'm in a mountain? Verulius's chambers? I'm, I'm pretty sure I was just there, too. Uh, th- this might... No, we would have saw you if you were there. You, you can only get in through, like, you know, the, the doors, and we're the kind of the guards. Hmm. Um, you may want to double check your security then. Um, but this could be one of my dreams, maybe. I did just use my dream ability. Maybe I went under again. Huh. I do kind of remember having a dream like this. But all my family and friends were there, and I was public speaking, and I wasn't wearing any pants. (laughs) Yeah, that's a common one. For sure, I've seen that a couple times. But the thing is, is it comes off as normal dreams to me, because I never wear pants. Well, if it's a dream, then, then I should be able to wake up, right? I, I shouldn't be sleeping on the job. Neither should you, Greg. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't sleep. I find the best way to wake myself up from a dream is to, like, pinch myself or, or, oh, I know. You know when you, like, have that dream where you're falling off a cliff? And then you wake up right before you hit? Watch! Woo! And they jump out of their divot. And you see, they're falling. And and Dwight's like, Craig! Whoa! Bye! And they're like, whew. And you see, poof. They poof through the pink clouds. Do you think it worked? 
<laughs> I don't know. Greg! <laughs> Did you hit the bottom? Or... I wish he screamed when he jumped. I feel like that would be a better gauge of like distance, but he's, he's kind of quiet. He's, he's pretty brave, honestly. That's kind of why he's a, you know, a Verulius guard. We're chosen for our bravery. Hmm. Well, I, I guess I'll try it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, why not, right? I mean, I was not in this area before, and I, I get in these dream states a lot. Well, I mean... Yeah, give it a go. Jump. It, uh, okay. I, I mean, well, they jump off and... And they and he didn't jump very far, so he kind of like hits the the side of the mountain slope, and he like kind of rolls. He's like, oh, oh, and, he, and he goes through the pink smoke below. Wait, let me just see if I can use any of my dream powers. I would be able to if this was a dream. That would be a good test. And I try to like jump and float a little. You try to jump and float and make an acrobatics check. That's that's a natural twenty, Seth. I, I'm gonna fly, right? You, uh, you jump, and as you jump, you notice kind of the the where you're standing kind of crumbles a little bit, and rocks start falling down the side of the mountain. But you jump back a little bit, and you still stay in your divot, like like perfectly. <laughs> Nat twenty, baby, <laughs> big big gains, big gains. <laughs> but you stand there, and you're like, my dream powers aren't working at all. Wait a second. My dream powers aren't working. Oh, no. And I look over the cliffside. <laughs> and you look. <laughs> and you don't hear them or anything. Hello? And as your voice echoes, you hear something starting to echo back. It's like glass kind of grinding together as the smoke starts pulsing. The clouds start like separating and you can see beneath the clouds very briefly and you just see this purple crystal chunk like grinding it's like this giant grinding crystalline thing beneath the clouds and you see rising out like a pillar is this split open like four jawed giant crystal worm and it has Dwight and Greg on some of its teeth. It's like it's carrying them out. It's like, and it's towering. And it starts like flying through the air in front of you. It, 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 as it's like rising in front of you, you can see yourself in the reflection of the crystal wall that's like being formed in front of you as this large crystalline worm is carrying them. And you can hear them go like, I didn't wake up! <laughs> as, as they're getting carried away. And you can see it like is flying in the air and like jumping over the other mountains in the distance. And then you can see its teeth like kind of break off and you can see them falling again. And they're like, ah! And they fall on that thin bridge that is in the distance. They land in a part of it as the crystal worm dives over and you can see the tail rise out as they float through the sky and dive back underneath the clouds over the distance beneath the pink smoke and you just see 
Dwight and Greg got dropped and almost placed onto a section of that bridge in the distance. And then you hear the grinding stop. Oh my gosh. What does the area, again, look around? It's just the bridge is the only area I can walk to? Yeah, and that's like maybe a thousand feet away. Um, I, I run towards the bridge, I guess, in, in kind of like a panic and see if they're okay. Okay. You start, like, it, where they got dropped off was beyond another mountain in the distance. Like, uh, a mountain that's about, like, you know, 1,500 feet away. Like, the mountains oh, are relatively, so, so they're like, relatively close together. I, like, the mountains, they're not, like, super far spaced apart. But, uh, yeah, they, they got dropped way off in the distance. Well, 1,500 feet. 1,500 feet is really far. I feel like... I don't know, I gotta... F- does, does it look like this is, like, a place where people normally wake up and, and, like, or land? You look around, and you notice above you in the mountain, at random spots, there are other, like, divots. Of, like, graves. Where people probably woke up, yeah. And is there any, like, uh, like, well, well-trodden path? Uh, that that typically goes from here. Um, you don't see any uh well-trodden path, uh, really. Like, like it looks like just these divots. It, it's not like there's any actual like man-made like staircase or anything. Well, where do these people go then? Who knows? Maybe they maybe they try to wake themselves up by jumping off a cliff. Submit to the worm. Um, is there any like? city or source of or like like uh, a city i can see in the distance or anything like that or uh perception check that's a 13 plus 5 so an 18 you can tell that a mountain to your right relatively it's a it's a closer mountain like you would have to hop from this mountain to the other one which would be a very very large jump but you can tell that whatever that bridge thing is that's happening it seems to spiral to almost like a little kind of gazebo area at the top of that one mountain off in the distance. Mm. It's like that might be the end or beginning of the bridge. Right. Um, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm my dream powers aren't working. I don't have any of my equipment. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, is the worm still going around? You don't hear it or anything. You just saw it like dip under the clouds in the distance. Do any of my spells work? No. You feel disconnected from you. You do. You do feel almost as if this is an out of body experience. Like you don't feel one hundred percent zippy. Well, I'm gonna sit on the cliffside and think about why I where the heck I am and try to remember. How did I get here? It's all a little fuzzy. You remember Virulius, you remember Royce, but you do not remember what led up to, you know, your death for real. Like, like you, you don't recall that part yet. But as you're thinking, you see a little crystal goat is like jumping up the mountain and, and is is... Uh, like just jumping and hopping like grabbing little jagged edges like as mountain goats do they can climb ridiculous slopes and they're just you know hopping in the distance 
Lucky, I wish I could do that. <laughs> they look at you and that's what they sound like. That's weird. <laughs> Teach me how to <laughs> climb these mountains. I'm sick of sitting here. <laughs> and then they like jump to you and they're kind of looking at you. They're like, it's almost like a porcelain goat. Can I understand him because I can speak with animals? <laughs> uh, ugh, animal handling. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Some sort of weird dialect. Um, it's an 11 plus 5 plus 4. So a 20. You do not understand this goat. You don't understand the language. <sighs> How big is this goat? Um, it's, it's actually slightly bigger than you. It's, it's bigger than a regular mountain goat. Um, is he close to me? Yeah, he's like working his way up and he's about like 10 feet below you and he's like staring up at you. And they kind of like turn their head quizzically. I pull some grass off uh, the ground and let it, and drop it and let it hit him in the face. Uh, it's a mountain. Mountains don't normally have grass. But you grab some pebbles, <laughs> and, and uh, very thin ones, and you drop them, and they hit it in the face, and they're like, bleh, and they kind of like shake it off, and they're like, bleh, bleh. Where, where did you come from? What is this place? Show me around. I don't know what to do here. I was on a mission. <laughs> and um, jump up again, and they're looking at you, and they're kind of like looking at you and like bouncing a little like they want to play or something. It wants to play? Uh, it must have liked the stones I hit it in the face with, so I, I chuck some more stones at it. It kind of like shivers and goes... Show me where you're... Where do you even come from? You must have like a house or something or like a cave. Like, show me around. This place is boring. I need to get out of here. Where's Darian and Norman? They lower their back as if they want you to ride it. Ooh. But I don't wear pants. This is going to hurt. <laughs> Um, okay, I get, I get on. I don't have anything else going on. All right. I mean, I don't really trust you, but I don't have enough going on to say otherwise. And, and I'm not too good at, at climbing mountains. I usually turn into a bird. But, okay, I'll get on. And you get on. And they kind of shimmy, they adjust your weight. They kind of slip very briefly, but then they catch themselves on the side of the mountain. Uh, and like a mountain goat, like one hoof out of the other they start like prouncing off the side of the mountain and you're moving you're moving pretty quick and you're going and you're rounding the mountain and as you're traversing you know you're you're moving along the side and wrapping around you can see you're getting closer to where this random weird bridge that the other two got dropped into is and as you're getting closer you realize that bridge in the distance isn't a bridge it's a a table it's like a long winding table with a short little tablecloth over it and you can see that these like pillars these many pillars that were extending from it are just the legs of chairs that are super high up and the legs extend past the clouds down below. And, you know, they adjust to the height of wherever the tables are. So like, you know, if it's on the side of the mountain, the chairs are just regular chairs. But when it crosses the gaps, the chairs are very, very tall. And you can see there's just all these people sitting at it, almost just like frozen. 
people in all these chairs. Some chairs are vacant, but a lot of them are filled with bullywugs, lion people, you know, tieflings, elves, wizards, jadu residents. From what you can gather, do they see me coming up on the goat? They seem to be just staring across the table at whoever's across from them or, or, or just down at like, you know, where a plate would be. Talking or just sitting there? Just sitting there. Are they in earshot? Could they hear me if I talk to them? Uh, you're getting closer. You've been going for about like 10 minutes riding on this goat. And uh, yeah, you could yell out like the, the table now is, is about like 80 feet away. That's extending over this gap. Hey, what are you people doing down there? What's going on here? Where is this place? They don't seem to be responding. Mm. Jeremy, get over there. We gotta... We gotta see what's going on. <laughs> you named the goat Jeremy? Maybe I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm for it. All right. Jeremy just goes... And their crystal grinds and they start jumping along the the edge of the mountain that you're on and they are are letting you ride them all the way until you get to a part of where the table comes to a, a, a flat ledge that's extending out of the mountain where the, the the table bridge connects and you can see all the people sitting in the chairs and the table there you're coming up to it what do you want to do it's like 10 feet away you can you can see all these people just sitting there and at this table um, hello, I asked you guys a question. Jeremy, what's going on with these people? Jeremy just, like, rotates their crystal head 180 degrees to stare back at you. Just goes, well, I've never seen you like that before, Jeremy. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I pick up one of the rocks below and I just chuck it at the table. You chuck it at the table, and it, it it moves the tablecloth a little bit. And then the people that are there, they slowly start raising their arms and, like, tightening. They're, it's like they're pulling from both sides of the table, straightening out the tablecloth. Who are you? <laughs> what are you, making, making a table now? What the heck are you guys waiting for? You're just not doing anything. Man, if King Verulius could see you guys now, jeez louise. No response. Wow, not even from a name drop? Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, I am a collector of sheets. I could take it for my own. It's a very long tablecloth. <laughs> Everything's long when you're a rabbit, Seth. That is true. <laughs> long leaves, long leaf carrots. Um, Jeremy, this... Why'd you want me to show me this place? It's so boring. They're just sitting there. If I end up like this, I'm going to have it up to here with you, Jeremy. Jeremy goes, <laughs> and then they jump <laughs> and land on the table. And they're like scurrying and they're like trying to get their balance on the tablecloth as it's, as it's like swirling. And you look at the people's faces and they're, they're almost, it's almost like they're like statues in a sense. They, they still have the color and skin uh, as if they were living, but they're, they're just so emotionless. And then they like grab the tablecloth and pull it tight you can tell probably like the reason they're like this is you know you can even feel it a little bit like you can feel the urge like you're kind of constantly slightly fighting the urge to 
you know, stay active and, and stay cognizant because the air is just so thin. Your breathing isn't really like working right. And uh, like, it just seems like you're constantly, you know, again, drowsy. Ugh. If I have to stay in this place even a second longer, I'd be very upset. I gotta find a way out of here. Um, I definitely don't want to sit down anywhere near these guys. Uh, do any of them look familiar, though, from any of the paintings I saw uh, with uh, Norman? You didn't see too, too many paintings with Norman. You weren't in the painting world for as long. Um, so no, n none of these look vaguely familiar at all. Bunch of nobodies. Um, but Jeremy <laughs> just jumped on the table. So clearly he wants me to do something. Hmm. I get off Jeremy and I... Is there one that looks more higher ranking or professional than the others? Like sitting at the head of the table or something? Uh, you can't see ahead of the table. It's all just one table. You saw a place, you saw a place in the distance where that could be the head of the table. Um, but from your perspective right now, it just seems like all just one thing. There's just thousands of people at this table? Thousands, yeah. Like, it's the, it's just a table that extends from mountain to mountain. The chairs, you know, the length of the legs extend when needed. And, uh, it's just thousands. Who knows how many people were stored in this oh crystal? Oh god, what if there's here. a seat for me? Um, so this is just where everyone's at, eh? Uh, they're, they're just waiting. They're waiting. <laughs> what if I just got on Jeremy and just held my hands out and slapped all of them while I kept riding? <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> like, like holding a stick to, to like a, yeah. a neighbor's fence or something and running along the fence. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the... I get on Jeremy and I tell him to keep going down the uh, the table and until I find someone who looks like he's maybe here recently, he or she has, is, is here recently like I've been. Like maybe they haven't succumbed to this horrible table yet. You're riding and you're, you're riding on Jeremy down the table over crossing from the mounds to mounds. Everybody, and as you're going, like you're kind of like ruining the the tablecloth. And as you look behind, you can see they all are like pulling it tight and straightening it. Uh, as you keep like you know, uh, wrinkling it, uh, and you keep going and going and going, and you ride for like 15 minutes. And I'm sure a, a few of the times you do extend your hand and slap a few, <laughs> but <laughs> nothing, nothing really like uh, happens. They seem pretty unresponsive. And then you are crossing. A table and you pull to a halt as you see Dwight who was just plucked and placed there it seemed as though they fell from the worm and landed in this seat at the table Dwight I think your name was Dwight uh, hey yeah yeah it was what are you doing here what you, you got a seat at the table guess i guess so well how'd you even get here who brought you here did you just walk here no i jumped i i jumped out to wake up from the dream but the worm got me and, and carried me through the air and then his tooth broke off and i fell and i landed in this very very comfortable chair mm. maybe it's a bit too comfortable though you seem like you're dozing off i mean 
I mean, it's really good lumbar support. Yeah, like I don't know, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like I'm happy here. <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling. Or should we add like a advertisement for like you know, like chairs, gamer chairs? Gamer chair. They're si- they're all sitting <laughs> in gamer chairs, chairs. Provided yeah. by Chief <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Gamer Chairs, man. Lumbar. It's like what was the? It's a PewDiePie thing. It's like, can you do this? And it's like, like they extend back. They do have a little bit of recline to them. These are luxury. Dwight, what do you? Where are we? Do you, what happened to you? What? Bef- where were you before you got here? Oh wait, I, we already said that you were at the king. You were at the king's, the king's door. Why is it so hard for me to remember? How did we get here? Uh, I don't know, but I'm kind of happy I am here now. Do, does this line up with anything you know about Jadu? Um, nah, not not really. I haven't seen this place. <laughs> he he would the stories of the crystal would not involve this. Uh, I mean, like people don't know what the inside of the crystal looked like, but they they there's not like stories of the big it. table. No. <laughs> well, there should be. You see a flash. <sighs> From that mountaintop where the end table is, potentially. And you see something flies out. And you can see they're like flying over the table. You can see it's like there's like something wrapping around the mountains, following the table, flowing through. And it's coming towards you. It's, it's like someone's moving down the table as if they were like a train or something riding the rails. And you can see coming closer extremely quickly is this red bullywug wearing these illustrious gowns and they're like floating, they're like levitating quickly, flying over, causing the tablecloth to like furl, uh, uh, to, to blow up with wind and, and, and like raise over the wooden table and, and set back down as everybody pulls it tight again. And you can see coming to a halt landing in front of you is this little red bullywug and they just say, Oh, new guests. Uh, I gotta do orientation then. Um, hey, why are you out of your seat? Um, me and Jeremy are trying to figure out what's going on here. Oh, Jeremy, what are you doing? You've been gone for days. <laughs> You're supposed to get me some crystals from down below. Oh, whatever. Anyways, long story short, you're you're in the beyond crystal. Can you believe it? What? Yeah. The crystal? You're dead. No. Mm-hmm. What? Believe it. How? I don't know. What? Well, dead? No, there's, there's no way. This is it. Well, first of all, this place sucks, so I'm glad I, I'm 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 glad I don't entirely believe you. Um, if psh, no, there's no way. There was I wasn't fighting anyone bad or anything. There was no danger where I was. Maybe I had a heart attack, but I'm young. I I don't know about lapides, but uh, you know what? People have. Diseases, or maybe it was your heart. People go quick sometimes. 
No, this is this is stupid. Dead? No. No. I'm not lying. I'm dead too. So I kind of get how you feel. No, I had so much left to do. You gotta get me out of here. They like extend their hand and put it on your shoulder, and they're like, "That's the best part. You can still do it all. All those things you had to do." What? How? Tell me now. You just gotta be patient. Ugh. No, that's the last thing I want to do. There's this growing conspiracy of blue flowers and and ammo sh stuff going on. I, I, and I, I might have left the oven on. I mean, we all got things to no, do. No, and there's no way. There's no way Darian or Norman would be able to do it without me. There's just no way. Listen, everybody has a time to die. But you should be grateful you're here. Because not everybody gets to make it here. I mean, you could have gone to the deep. Or or the, the gods realm. I, I mean, those places sound like they suck. But here you have a chance. A chance to continue on. With your own autonomy and independence. Ugh. Who knows what utopia could be waiting for us. Not if I'm freaking stuck in a crystal that people have been waiting for forever. Uh, like, at least my friend who died before, we managed to get him out because it was like something to do with the deep. I don't know. But uh, but this is just like, this is like uh, almost like the stupidest thing anyone could have come up with. An alternative to the deep or, or the heavens above. This is so stupid. You guys are just going to be stuck in here forever. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get there. I'd give it a week. I feel like we're gonna. <laughs> oh, get how this. many weeks have <laughs> you been waiting for? Uh, I don't like to count in weeks because it's too big of a number. If you want years. <laughs> but you just told me to wait a week. <laughs> but I said it's close. Oh my god. I can tell these things. You know. I bury my face I, I... in Jeremy's head. <laughs> and they just let out that. And Dwight just goes. Yeah, I'm cool to wait. Yeah, I mean, sure, <laughs> sure, my kids might miss me, but maybe, maybe my kids will get here one day. This crystal's rad. I'm cool to chill, especially in this chair. Hell, if I had to uh, wait, but uh, Dwight, you had nothing going on. Like, uh, you, you, what? You stood at the door at the, at the freaking castle, like big. I just what? said I had kids. There was a dance recital on this weekend, which actually I'm low key glad I'm missing. Because those things so boring. <laughs> oh my god. And the chairs are not even close to being this comfy. Oh my god. Oh my god. I never even got to be king of Black Bunny Castle. My ultimate goal. <laughs> not really, but... <laughs> Listen. I get it's tough. A lot of people have different experiences facing their own death. But, hey, you're here now. So let's find you a seat, okay? No, that's the last thing I want to do. I'd rather ride on Jeremy, even if it was a week later. Well, you can still hang out with Jeremy at your seat, but we've got to get you seated. No, because, no, I mean, no. Get away from me. No seat. Especially if it's across from Dwight. All right, let's see. Uh, Okay, what position did you hold in Jadu? None. I'm a freaking tourist. That's the worst part about this. What? A tourist? Uh, okay, that makes it a little tougher. Uh, 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 what level of wizard are you? 
Uh, a druid, first of all, but that's none of your business. You can see they're kind of their mouth just slowly opens and they're like, uh. <laughs> oh, not this again. Uh, okay, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so not even a multi-class in wizard or uh, any importance in Jadu? Um, again, I'm a tourist. Do you have ears? What freaking magic person were you? Uh, I was, uh, the leader. I was the one who brought the mastery of conjuration magic to Jadu and founded that section of the Alexandria Academy. And here you are, Big Whoop, doing inventory at a crystal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, like, put their, their, their little, like, clipboard that they pulled out to, like, you know, go through the checklist of where to sort you. And they kind of put it away, and they're like, and, uh, uh, and you're not a wizard. Uh, yeah. Flash! Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, four plus four is an eight. They immediately start levitating and they grab you, Zippy, by your vest and they drag you up into the air. Jeremy! And Dwight's like, see ya! And Jeremy's like, and they're like, they seem sad. Uh, You get dragged into the air. Get off me! Get off me! What the heck are you doing? You're hitting and slapping uh, the red bullywug in front of you and they're like, uh, so, um, we do have a seat at the table uh, for unwanted visitors and, and, and travelers. Uh, so uh, you can sit there. Find your own seat. Release. You fall. And you're falling. Alakazam! You don't have a magic carpet. Alakazam! You start saying as you fall. Through the pink cloud. Jeremy! <laughs> and you can feel yourself getting colder and colder and shivering as you fall through the clouds beneath. The pink, light pink sky and mountains turns into this snowy mountain base below. You can see the base of the mountains and it's all just snow, purple snow. It's very like, yeah, dark purple. And you fall and you're falling and poof, you land in snow, freezing cold. You pick yourself up and you just see the snowy base below you. And you can tell you landed on something hard and you like brush away a bit of the snow and you can tell, yeah, there's a table underneath the snow. And you can actually see you're kind of sitting in the middle of this valley and where you're sitting you can tell where the table is because there's like these lumps it's almost like pylons are sticking out of the snow little little bumps are sticking out of the snow kind of marking this like linear path in this valley little bumps on the side uh i get up uh and am i dazed am i hurt you're not hurt you don't feel really dazed you can tell it's harder to breathe down here too like like the air is just really like thick where it was thin up there it's like thick it's almost as if you could like are drinking the air (laughs) Um, hello is there anyone down here i need to get out of this crystal 
you hear shaking. And from one of the bumps near the table that you're standing on as the snow's falling, one of the snow-covered bumps slowly shakes and the snow comes off and you can tell underneath this bump is a person, a human, in a suit with a curly mustache. Like, it's, it's as if they're frozen, only their jaw is moving, almost like it's like a puppet because they can't move the rest and they're kind of shivering and they're like, oh, someone new now, huh? Welcome. What's going on down here? Why is there a separate table? Uh, well, you must be similar to us. You don't get to sit at the big kid table. And as they say that, you hear just like some of the other lumps just go, ah, 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 as they kind of laugh at that. Mm, must not get a lot of jokes down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely not a place I want to be. Uh, uh, well, that seems a little unfair. You guys seem like you're just nice people. Uh, I mean, I can only see one of you, though. I just see, like, laughing under snow, I guess. Oh, Oh, it is unfair. <laughs> we know that more than anyone <laughs> up there. They only want the strong magic wielders for the new area beyond the plains. But, uh, but why don't you tell us your name and t- take a seat? Well, I won't take a seat, but... But my name is Zippy Westboro. I'm from the Bramble Patch. I'm kind of like hero of the free world type of thing going on. Um, that's kind of like my new thing. Is uh, found a, a huge conspiracy. Uh, working with two buddies, uh, and then a couple of sidekicks that uh, that that help us. And uh, yeah, I mean the Bramble Patch is, is also a huge part of my backstory. Um, I, I, I was from the Westboro clan, and, and... I, 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 I know we have, like, eternity down here, but I worry your story will go longer than that. <laughs> oh, not much. I mean, okay, it, it, it starts with the carrots. It's all about the carrots. And you're wondering why. Well, it's because what else are we supposed to work on in the Westboros? Obviously, just carrots. Why, why, um, why, why, why are, are you here the, the, if you're from, from the Bramble Patch? Oh, well, you see, carrots got a little boring for me. And so, uh, after uh, learning about this new opportunity called Ammo, uh, I, I, I realized, you know, I'm better than everyone else here. And so, I... Uh, I took an opportunity. <laughs> you hear everybody starts chuckling as you say, like, you're better than everybody. And they're like, <laughs> why is that so funny? You guys try leaving a tight-knit community and, and going off into the world and trying to make something for yourself. It's hard. Oh, we know. We, we know. It's just re- re- refreshing to, to hear someone else have have that kind of confidence. <laughs> hmm. Well, no short supply over here. It's kind of a, all I got going for me. I used to be like you. <laughs> or at least I used to 
think I would become like someone like you, confident in themselves. What happened to you? Well, where did you fall short? Well, well, we, we, we are, we are, and you hear everybody say, we are the Dibs family. And everybody says that as if they're very proud of that. The Dibs family? That's kind of a weird last name. <laughs> yeah, I su- suppose. <laughs> I've never really heard of it, but then again, I haven't spent too much time off the Bramble Patch. We aren't surprised. <laughs> we, we, there's do people try to forget about us <laughs> and, and put us away. We were wizard hunters. What? Wizard hunters? Well, that makes sense. Weird that they would put you in their crystal, though, still. Well, funny thing is, you know, some some of us got in because we were good and we behaved. But others, you know, if you die near the crystal, they can't really force you out. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that's a good thing, bad thing, right? Good thing, you still have a chance for their crystal heaven or whatever they got going on. But, bad thing, you're in this freaking cold hellhole. Oh, I know. I'd much rather be in the deep. But tell me, new blood. How are things in Jadu? Are they, are they still, are they still... Waving the magic in the faces of everyone. Well, they really don't like druids, for starters. I tried to do something there. I don't know if it's going to be a short-term fix or a long-term fix. Um, Isn't that terrible? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just not fair. Like, druids are just as cool as everyone else. I agree. They definitely are. I think... Wizards are too elitist for my taste. Ugh, yeah, that's why I didn't align with any. Mm-hmm. Listen, Zippy, I... I was just asking because... I hope that the dibs are, are still fighting up there. Well, to be honest, Mr. Dib, I've n- I just... I, I don't think they are. Like, I haven't heard about anyone talking about any dibs. The druids certainly hadn't said anything. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a hopeful thought. We'll see. Well, I'm sure there's some dib kind of sneakily, you know. Not ev, not every dib, not not every dib that's fighting. It's called a dib, though. Maybe you've heard of some others, like uh. The Agrippas. Some go by that now. Or the Yearwoods. Yearwoods? Hmm, maybe. Or the Blongers. Wait, what? Or even a few Smiths. Wait, go back. Wait, what was that last one? Smiths. No, the one before yeah. <laughs> Agrippas. No, the one after that. Oh, Yearwoods? No! Wait, say it again. I grab him by the, by the collar. I've almost said them all. No, there's one more you said. You grab them by the the, sh- the the suit, and they say, "Oh, uh, bl- blongers." The, wait, the blongers. <laughs> <laughs>
you're related to to a, the Blonger last name? Uh, uh, I don't know related. Uh, us dibs aren't fans of those who who shun our name. But all at the same time, I understand not wanting to carry the history that comes with us. Um, I think you guys have a bigger problem than you may realize. Huh? Um, the whole conspiracy thing I was talking about and kind of a major, major issue going on right now in the land of Ohm is pretty much correlated with this descendant of yours called Lou Blonger. So where are you saying there's still dibs fighting? Oh, uh, yeah, but for the wrong reasons. He, he wants to, like, like uh, assimilate people with blue flower technology. I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he's a bad person. He doesn't care about anyone. He just wants, he wants to, like, take down the gods, but do it, uh, make it so oh, no that, one else can... that would be that would be splendid. No, he wants to do it uh, on his terms, though. Like, maybe that's a thing that will naturally think, happen. Think, but. think about it, Mr. Mr. Westboro. Think about Jadu. Think about the wizards and the gods. Think how unfair it is. Yeah, I mean... You it said might, it yourself, it, didn't you? It might be unfair, but the only person who comes out on top of this is most likely Lou and Lou alone. I don't think you, you might you might be viewing it through a different incorrect lens. All I know is my friends agree with me and I got to get out of here and back to them because I need to start stop your descendant because that's not cool. Somehow he he thinks this way because of something going wrong with your way of thinking. Who knows, Zippy? Mr. Druid? <laughs> My descendant might be your best shot at getting out of here. <laughs> uh, wait, Lou is the best way out of here? Is that what you said? Let's wait and see. Oh, no, wait, no, you're talking about cut <laughs> to Darian and Norman. You guys are outside on the sparrow. You've just decided, after Randy mentioned, we might need to look for a necromancer. Where are you guys going to go? What, what are you going to do to try and get Zippy out of this crystal? Randy speaks up and says, I, I don't know where, where we'll find one, but I mean, I, I feel like everybody's going to be at Whimsy World, right? I mean, like, Entertainment District? I feel like... That's got to be where at least we could find some sketchy people, you know, like like some people doing underhanded things. I don't know. Everywhere else seems pretty polished and heavily guarded. We need to find some black magic, some, some you know, dark magicians. You, you know, I'd be tempted to go to school to find maybe a professor or something, but uh, because we saw uh, Peterson there, uh, I, I think it's probably best to steer clear of there. If you think Whimsy World is a good place to start, I can't think of any reason... Not to go there. I mean, we haven't been there. We haven't stirred up any trouble. It's probably the best place to go to remain unnoticed. Yeah, we need to rem- be as discreet as possible with this. And if uh, if Whimsy World is where we're going to find more underhanded people, I mean, 
I don't think there's any harm in starting our search there, at least. You two go to Whimsy World? I'm going to... Maybe try the prison. Maybe, maybe I might meet up with Tisha and try to throw them off our trail a bit more, too. Now, listen, Randy, you know, we heard in our tour in the prison, the, the God of Wrath or the God of Rage is there. You sure you're going to be all right? What? I mean, oh, yeah, I, I knew that. Uh, okay, maybe I won't go to the prison. <laughs> I don't. Oh, jeez. This place is a mess. Why'd we come here again? Uh, yeah, uh, I will keep that in mind. I, I know everyone, this, this thing is sounding incredibly crass. I know we have to to save Zippy and the crystal, but if we get any kind of lead on the piano key, that, you know, that that is also why we're here as well. I try very hard not to look Darren's way when I say this because I'm afraid of being misinterpreted, but I still say it anyway. We will cross that bridge when it comes, Norman. For now, let's keep our focus and let's get over to this whimsical world. I don't know how much dealings you've had with dark magicians or, or you know, the secret societies of the world. There's got to be one here. But keep the crystals close. Do not show it to anyone unless you fully trust them. Don't just show it to the first necromancer you see because, I mean, if they, if they phone us in, we're done. The only way this crystal is leaving this bag is if we're ready to perform some kind of rite. Because the longer it's exposed, the more likely we are to be detected with it. So, it's not leaving the bag. All right. Let's break. Uh, DM, b- before we get there, uh, unless something happens to us beforehand, I'd like to talk to Apophis really quick. Okay. Norman, you go into the back room of the ship, the storage room where Apophis and Bradley are. Uh, Apophis is just like curling some weights and just working out. He's trying to just work out and like focus on pumping some iron to to forget his emotions right now. And Bradley is doing the same, but with much lighter weights. Okay, I'm going to knock. Uh, guys, do you have a moment? Yeah. What's, uh, what's up? Um... I walk in. I'm sorry I left you guys in the painting world. You know, we didn't really have a chance to talk about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you guys are okay. Uh, thanks, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, to be honest, started heating up in the painting world and I just slipped out because the paint made me lubed up so I could just slip out and uh, painting. But you know, thanks. Appreci- yeah, worried about you too. Glad you're glad you're here. You know we're we're on a way to go try to do some things and hopefully try to turn this awful situation around. I I don't know if it's it's a long shot, but in the meantime, I want to reach into my bag of holding. I want to pull out that mechanical arm that Darian gave me, uh, and my hand is gonna tremble as I hold it. I'm gonna say. I think you're always meant to have this. Why don't you put it on and and be the the apophis that you want to be? Are you talking about Alfonso's arm that you got from uh, the the uh, Valentine shop? That's right. You mean the one I gifted to you? Yeah, yeah. That I sacrificed. Norman <laughs> wanted to put it on, but 
um, I he doesn't feel uh, worthy of of this gift that Darren gave him anymore. Uh, so he you take he he takes the arm and he's just like, dude. I, I think it's ambidextrous. I mean, if if you adjust the switching, it'll be a lefty or a righty. So, I mean, you know, it might take some time to get used to it. I don't know if it, you can develop it or grow it. I know Darian's a bit of a techie. You know, maybe he can amp it up for you down the line. But, you know, it it's just not right to see you doing only dumbbells. You know, you apophis with a barbell. You know, that's kind of, you know, your claim to fame. Uh, I, really, uh, I really appreciate it, dude. I... With two arms, I'll be able to protect everyone here at least twice as good. And make sure this never happens to anyone again. I'm uh, going to kneel down in front of Bradley. How are you holding up? And they're like wiping tears. And they're, they're like, they're not looking at you. They're like curling while facing the wall. Uh, basically, they're just curling a metal bar. There's no weights on it. And, uh, <laughs> and he's just like... Uh, doing, doing good sick arm apophis looks killer and he's clearly just looking at the wall he hasn't even seen the arm okay Bradley this is a trying time for all of us but I want to let you know we're going to do our best to turn things around and with time we're going to get you back to Paige and to your family you know Hopefully, if Lux holds out, if only we had like a lucky rabbit's foot or so. Oh, sorry. Anyways, just just want to let, want to let you guys know we're we're gonna do our best, and we'll be back soon. So please, just keep quiet on the ship with James, and be at the ready. You have uh, here. Do you know what? Here's my Rocky talkie. So you guys have it. I'll be with Darren, who has one as well. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Stay safe. And also in passing note, if you see Strand, uh, just send him to look for me in Whimsy World. I, you know, he was a really useful item. Okay, goodbye. And just, it doesn't have to be right now, but I would also just like to quickly find Robin. Yep, okay. Uh, as well. Cut. To Darian. Darren, you move up to the top of the ship where James and Robin are in, in the, the flight quarters, in the captain's quarters there uh, with the steering wheel. Um, and you enter in. Hey, guys. Just uh, kind of wanted to check in quick. We're, uh, we've got a small lead on something that we're hoping we can... We're hoping leads to something good, but uh, we might be gone for a little while. I just wanted to check in before we go. Are you, uh, you all right, James? Yes, I, I, I will recover. Uh, unlike the rest of you, I think I've dealt with loss a bit more than than you all. So I have experience with hmm. grief. Does this have something to do with that that pamphlet that was that was done up a while back? Is that a is that a thing? Well, uh, clearly you didn't read it if you're asking me that. You know, in this really sensitive moment, I would love to say I did. <laughs> but you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't. And uh, I'll read it as soon as we get back. Um, Here's an extra. 
and they, and they and it was like, <laughs> clearly they have a stack like they, they have a lot of leftovers and they hand you an extra pamphlet that says James Jameson a story a life an experience <laughs> it's a, a long journey title. <laughs> a, a journey you flip it flip flip it over it like keeps reading a path. yeah yeah <laughs> um i uh i put it in my pocket and i uh just look at robin for a sec and say robin can i just speak to you outside for a moment uh, uh sure and you step out with the skeleton girl right. onto the onto the deck Jaren makes sure the door to the cockpit is closed and, and just kind of kneels down um, beside Robin and looks at her and says, uh, look, I know things got a little tense back there and I'm I'm sorry what you've had to see and be a part of in the short time that you've been with us, but I just want you to know that I'm not going to let any harm come to you and nothing is going to happen. And the one thing I would just like to ask is that the information you know about Norman, just keep that to yourself for the time being. We're going to tell the rest of the crew, but the time needs to be right, and things are still a little tense right now, and I don't know if that's the time. Un- understood. I'm good at keeping secrets and obeying rules. You know, I can tell. You've been uh, you've been pretty good at doing that since you joined the crew, so... I'm uh, I'm happy to hear that, but thank you. I I appreciate it. And then I uh, stand back up, kind of pat her little paperboy <laughs> hat uh, and hair, and just say, uh, "Why don't you uh, Why don't you go rejoin James? Maybe you can get some light reading done on his little." And he holds the pamphlet again for a sec. Uh, life story. The full title. Come on. Journey. <laughs> Path. <laughs> experience adventure <laughs> a life a life <laughs> um, we'll be back i look at robin one last time and say we'll be back as soon as we can i'll i'll see you soon and they go off and i uh just kind of stroll back to the lower deck and uh i just kind of am looking around for norman do i see him norman comes out from the storage and you meet in the in the kind of basement common area or the sorry the lower deck common area are you ready to go yeah okay well let's go save zippy and that's where we're gonna end the episode i was so close to the pun about our objective is crystal clear 